My boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Time Radio on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. We are back after our winter break, so it's probably be appropriate to play something about winter. Well, uh, winter is also taking a break right now. Not to talk about the weather, but this is true. It was kind of icy out there. Mm-hmm. I slipped. I didn't fall. Though. Ice, ice. Person. Ice, ice. <laughs> person. Anyway, so we're gonna start this episode off with. Winter by Amoebix here on Rebel Time Radio.
Hey, you're listening to Rebel Time Radio on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. You're just listening to Exit Order from Boston with Stillwater. Before that was the Canadian Subhumans, or Subhumans Canada, with People of the Plague. Before that was the Restarts with Thin Ice and started that set off with Winter by Amoebix. What's your favorite part of winter so far? Hosts of Rebel Time Radio. Is it that mm. fucking hard? Dan, you just went somewhere really wintry. What was the coolest part about it? The coolest part? Um, I think we're like these stunted trees that had like a permanent... Well, maybe not permanent. I'm sure it melts in the winter but or in the summer. But it had like these, this really thick layer of snow all over it because it doesn't really get very windy. I went to um, Yellowknife State there for the holidays. And, uh, yeah, it's a totally different Did it live up to its ecosystem. Um, I, in fact, did not see any knives that were yellow or a knife that was yellow. Mm. So, But different no. ecosystem. <laughs> Super wacky. Yeah, yeah. Sub, sub-arctic cool. kind of thing. Uh, Southern Northern Lights. Pretty cool. Um, it's, a, it's a small town, too. But, um, well... City is thirty-five thousand, I think, or so. Sprawly thirty-five grand. Uh, I wouldn't really say it's very sprawly. No. Like a drive across the city in ten minutes. Or <laughs> um, we were walking one night on, on New Year's Eve, and uh, we got a nice little Northern Lights show that night. That was, that was pretty awesome. Right in the middle of the city too, which is which is odd because the city's bright. It's usually got to be in the wilderness to see it really well, so it's, it's a special treat. Awesome. Yeah. But I like I like the uh, stunted trees. What about you, Mike? Have you had any fantastic winter experiences this winter? You don't need to tell me your childhood. Frosted. Oh wait, no, no, nothing really I can think of so far. Well, enjoying then. the fact that it's not like. Hey, do you have any ice skates, Mike? I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's been a great winter for outdoor skating. So there. Have you been skating, Alicia? I have a little bit. I'm not very good at skating. Oh. Like I'm. That's sort of like my secret. I'm not actually Canadian. Yeah, but but you're like snowboarder, eh? Oh, when I was like a tiny child, but I kind of stopped caring about just about everything. That's fair. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, well. I used to be a good skater. (laughs) No, no, no. No, that's alright. I've been I've been snowshoeing a lot this winter, and it's been cool. I've never done that before. You can borrow our snowshoes if you want. I might. Yeah. Cool. Great. Good. You want to play some punk rock game? Yeah. Sure. Where's my Where's my punk rock machine? <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a thematic song here because I wanted to talk about this. Awesome. I can never get enough of this topic. But um, so so here in Ontario, if, if you're not aware, you don't live here, they um, raised the minimum wage to $14 recently. Um, yay. Yay. <laughs> and so, uh, so people get a little bit more of a break. In uh, that regard, unless you're a Tim Hortons worker, yeah, yeah. So you got these Tim Hortons 
some of them which are run by like the heiress of the Tim Horton empire of uh, setting a good example yeah <laughs> for our national empire so you got this billionaire cutting back um paid breaks and uh benefits of, the, of these workers because oh no it's hurting their bottom line that is some serious bullshit yeah and uh maybe like maybe i'm just too harsh maybe i'm a big giant jerk but like if your business depends on paying your workers like poverty wages then you're fucking a terrible business person why are you in business yeah why should i have to pay for your shitty business decisions exactly it's not like these workers can say oh i'm not gonna pay my bills for the next 10 months because i I can't yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i can't afford to can't afford to pay the last 30 percent of my phone bills so i'm just gonna leave it i'm gonna ignore it hope it shuts up yeah well yeah hope it stops complaining I'm not going to pay for gas today. I'm just going to fill up my car. I'm yeah, just going to drive away. Yeah, leave, leave a note. Sorry, your gas prices are too high. Yeah. Yeah, so you got these fucking bosses with all this power that can say, well, now we're not paying you breaks. Yeah, and people like people at Tim Hortons work fucking hard. Like, that's a shitty job. Yeah. And they can't take breaks except for the very... I mean, in, in my experience, working at Tim Hortons as a young child, like, you get your 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is. They employ children? Yeah, I was a child. <laughs> I was technically not an adult that's when I worked there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, anyway. And it was shit. Like, and, I don't know, it was, it's just, the people that work the fucking hardest get the shitty end of the stick, and that's just kind of the shitty reality that we have. Yeah. And support. Yeah, I and I'm actually surprised by the um, backlash against Tim Hortons too. Uh, the amount of uh, maybe maybe I'm just cynical, but but uh, when this whole minimum wage announcement thing came, a lot of people were against the hiking of the minimum wage. And now that it's come and uh, Tim Hortons has clawed back some of the benefits, people have been pretty upset at Tim Hortons, which I'm happy about. You know, that's that feels good. There's some hope for humanity there. Just a little bit, though. Yeah, just like, a little bit. A glimmer. Get ahead of ourselves. No, 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 no. Um, it's true though. But the thing that kind of surprised me was I was listening just by chance to some fucking call-in radio show. Yeah. And just the people's surprise. Like there were some small business owners or whatever who called him like i don't know what to do this thing just got sprung on me and like if you didn't fucking know they were raising the minimum wage and were able to make a business strategy fucking six months ago then i can't help you yeah yeah they're terrible business people (laughs) (laughs) not only are they terrible human beings but they're all they also have apparently no idea how to run their business which is fine yeah, well, I mean, it just takes, like, 1500 bucks to get a business license. Really? Something like that. Hmm. Are you saying that any old chum can just walk off the street and open a cafe and be like, well, whatever, here's your peanuts with Well, Mike. Apparently. <laughs> 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 
radar. So yeah, you want to play us some Yeah, okay. Anyway, here's uh, Raise the Minimum Wage by the Fallout on Rebel Time Radio. In our parades and in our dances. Touch, see, and behold the wisdom of the party maker. Essential in our lifetime and irresistible in our touch. With great spirits proclaiming that capitalism is indeed organized crime and we're all the victims. This next one's called Refused Party Program. Let's go. 
to you cause you'll never get rid of the no matter what you do oh you'll never get rid of the no matter what you do
Hey, welcome back to Rebel Time Radio. That was Want Solidarity. And before that was Adam West uh, covering the thing, uh, originally sung by Phil Morris. No, that's a cigarette brand. Phil, Phil something. The song was The Thing? The song is called The Thing. Phil Oaks? No, Phil... Like a Phil, the guy from Genesis. No. Yeah, Phil Collins. No, it's from like the fifties. Yeah. I'm just trying. I don't as many. Phil Detanian. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Okay, cool. I'm just naming all the Phils I know. <laughs> anyway, before that was uh, Knucklehead with Wise Up Jackie, and Refused with the Refused Party Program, and we started that set there with the Fallouts. Raise the minimum wage. Which, yeah, I like the line in there. Raise the maximum wage. It's like, yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah, take that. That's a great wordplay. That is some. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for that one, dude. Byron. Byron. Dude, Byron. Apparently, they're putting out new music this year. I know. I- <laughs> But we still believe them. Yeah, we have to. We need something to believe in. We need something to believe in. Otherwise, we just non-believing. And we can't have that. Hey, Mike, did you see that Chris Walter put out a oral history book on Canadian punk rock or something? Did you buy it yet? Did you tattoo it to your forearm yet? Not yet. And, and, yeah, um, Mike is clearly covered in tattoos and <laughs> is running out of room. So. <laughs> For all those who can see. That's why right. I mentioned his forearms. <laughs> he doesn't happen to have any forearm tattoos yet. Anyway, um, to those who don't know, um, Canadian punk writer Chris Walter from Vancouver. Uh, mostly in written uh, various... Uh, Grady works of fiction has also done a couple of uh, band biographies, uh, written some really good ones on bands Personality Crisis, SNFU, Dig, Abortion, and Real Mackenzie's. And uh, yeah, his most recent project is, um, I forget exactly what it's called. Uh, I think it's called Long Lines of like, Misfits and Miscreants, an oral history of Canadian punk rock. Um, yeah, the pre-orders for the book just went up either yesterday or today. And um, yeah, based on the solid work he's done on his uh, band biographies, I'm really looking forward to this one. So it's kind of a um, trying to cover as much ground as possible on uh, the undercovered Canadian punk rock scenes from the 70s until now, I think. That's a huge undertaking. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, a guy in Toronto, uh, not super well, but... Um, a person in Toronto wrote a book called uh, Perfect Youth, The Oral History of Canadian Punk, um, which mostly focused on the sort of late 1970s until like maybe mid-80s. Um, I'm not sure exactly what kind of time frame uh, the Chris Walter book is supposed to look at, but I'll be uh, picking up a copy of that uh, regardless. And then you can compare them. Which is the better oral history of Canadian punk rock? Mm. Yes, we'll come up with some objective 
criteria. <laughs> I'll leave them both the same time. Yeah. See which one's longer. Hmm. <laughs> Boring criteria. See which one has more adverbs. <laughs> which one has more alliteration? Mm. Let's play music. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right on. I'm gonna play Ukie by Yabasta on Rebel Time Radio. Because of the color of the skin 
And welcome back to Rebel Time Radio here on... Yeah, that was the point. It was supposed to sound like I was scrambling, Mike. You weren't actually just scrambling? No. I was playing. Well, you fooled us all. I know. Even I I even fooled the people that were right here beside me. Damn. I should really get into acting. I think about it sometimes, you know? Do you want to do some radio performance now? That would be awesome. Yeah. Like right now. Yeah. Here's Here's your assignment. Um, oh, no. list the songs you just played oh, in a buddy. very dramatic voice. Oh, buddy. Well, that very last song we had there was the Ambition Mission with When Babies Attack. Before that, we had the Dead Kennedys with Stealing People's Mail. Suicide Machines was the second track on that set, telling us about the black and white world. And I started off that set with Yabasta Ouvrier. That's all I have. I've been listening to a lot of fucking terrible mainstream commercial radio these days. How's that? Why would you do something uh, Because I've been, I told you guys, I've been hanging out at the garage with my dad. And that's what we do. And today I actually almost called in to a call-in, right? They were asking a terrible question. He's a, a fucking radio host just gets, just grinds my gears. He's a fucking misogynist pig and doesn't give a shit about it. So fuck you, that guy. I don't is, even know is that, his name. Is that like Dave FM's... Oh, buddy! Um, what's his name? I know who you're Craig talking about. Something. Craig, yeah, Craig Fee. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. Is Craig or Greg Fee or something? Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. care. Man, he's such an asshole. And I... Oh, buddy. Yeah, I've had 30 hours of that asshole in the last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying that on air, so fuck that guy. Radio DJ to Radio DJ. Eat it, Craig. We're, we're gonna start a radio war here. I thought, yeah, buddy, buddy. Craig. Well, problem is though, Craig he gets paid to be where he is. So. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but. I uh, I saw an interview with uh, Billy West. He's a he's a voice actor. Um, he he does some bu- bunch of voices in Futurama, and the voice of Zap Brannigan, he said, was to basically make fun of radio jock DJs. Like Craig B, so. Yeah, that so guy. So yeah, my uh. But he's not well. Like Craig B is bad, but is he worse than uh, Craig Norris? <laughs> oh, Craig versus Craig. A Craig off. Craig off. Craig Norris is a hack. He's not a jerk. But he's not a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a jerk. He's just boring, and like. 
Oh, buddy. Always promoting the key of C or whatever. Yeah, it's because it's what he does. He's <laughs> passionate. He's Craig Dickhead. We, 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 could, we should lock the two of them in a room and have like a Craig rock. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, I'd listen to Craig Norris all day over Craig Feedback or whatever his fucking name is. So, no, is? no, it's not his fucking name. How many? I'm so passionate about this. I'm dropping f bombs all over the place. He always says things like "face bitch" and "complain bridge," and I just said that on air again. And oh, buddy, somebody else plays in punk rock. <laughs> Also, his taste in music is terrible. Also, but do you think he actually gets control over what they play? No, I, I don't think any DJs do in commercial shit radio. He's face of yeah. that radio But station. he sounds like the music he plays. Though, it's you know? true. Yeah. That's how he, he sounds that like job. endless Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> even, even, what's his name? Uh, from Q107. The guy in uh, Max Webster might as well go for a Honestly, soda. Honestly, my Kim my Mitchell. Kim Mitchell, yeah, Kim even Mitchell. Kim Mitchell is better than Craig B. Ooh. But I think Kim Mitchell is coming on Craig B's show soon. If <laughs> if I that's can it, I'm boycotting trust. Craig Mitchell. Or yeah, oh, is it is it Craig Mitchell? No, Kim. Kim Mitchell. Okay. I yeah. don't know. Might as well go for a soda. Pre- that's like straight edge anthem right there right? <laughs> <laughs> love it love it all day what do you got mike well only got a couple minutes left on this episode of rebel time radio it's gonna play some citizen fish with sink or swim and i follow that up with hole in the ground by cambridge up next is mr k with complain bridge oh Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> anyway this is citizen fish Sink or Swim here on Rebel Time Radio.
candy sauce Wishing there was more than this Stuck in these concrete houses We dry out in the heat Invent the worst excuses They say that
Sit back and 